The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Hey everyone, um, kind of a special episode. First of all, sorry about the break. Um, had a lot going on. We've been pretty busy. Uh, had a few medical things come up. Um, but uh, here's something I actually figured I could throw up in the meantime. Um, and sorry for the quality of this intro. I'm actually recording uh, in a non-studio location. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> um, there's a lot to be explained. But in the meantime, uh, so some of you have heard the promo we did um, to promote the podcast. It was going to be a, a cross-podcast promo uh, for the B&E Network. And we kind of, I, what I, my idea was to read a bunch of hate mail that I got. Um, of course, once I started doing it, I ended, me being who I am and my cinematic career being what it has been, um, there was a lot and I actually had a ton of material and it ended up being a storytelling thing uh, and it went, basically I just started sort of narrating the, the letters with Chris and Brittany there cracking when we were cracking each other up and um, actually at the time we figured it'd be a funny thing to preserve and put up at some point and I think that time is now I actually uh, re-dug it up and um, it's kind of salient right now for a lot of different reasons. Um, so it's, uh, I, I figured I'll throw this up in the meantime um, to kind of get the podcast restarted until we have a chance to record another one. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on right now. Um, I'm sure we will have a bunch of content here in a bit. But in the meantime, enjoy this uh, glut of hate mail that uh, I read, that I dug up, and it's um, it's not really edited, uh, I, I just kind of, I figured it was funnier to leave it all intact, um, but it, it moves pretty fast, I mean, it seems like we were actually trying to report, record a podcast at the time, um, I, there aren't, I don't think I took out any names, I think there's a bit at the end where we actually record the little, the lines for the actual promo. Uh, but even that is kind of funny for its own reasons. So it's all in there, uh, uncut, just sort of like raw. Just think of it as like raw footage. Um, and no names have been changed to protect the guilty. Um, but I don't really care at this point, of course. So enjoy, and hopefully we will talk to you soon. This one, I, this one was right after Placeholders dropped. I thought comedies were supposed to be funny. <laughs> um, this was after I did my first feature, and this was a friend of mine that I don't think he think I saw this, but I did see it. And he was he made sure to tell somebody on a message board. Oh yeah, I saw his movie. Movies in quotes. Mm-hmm. I saw his movie and it sucked. Boy, did it suck. <laughs> okay, so these are the little ones. Just waiting. Yeah, to build it's out. very original. Yeah, yeah, very creative. Yeah. Boy, did it suck. Boy, did it suck. 
Uh, this this was dur- said during a production meeting on uh, or an emergency production meeting while we should have been shooting. As a matter of fact, we caught when we were making our day for once. They called the emergency production meeting. We all go outside, and the first thing that this guy said as he took a drag on a cigarette was, "I'm sorry to say this, Mel, but uh, there's no AD on set. I was the AD." So he was like talking shit and saying that I sucked. <laughs> Soon after that, there really was no AD on set because that's the day that I walked off. Um, surprisingly, we had been we had made the day up to that day. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So this was after the um, the drama with I think s- it was one of the movies, but because yeah. you know, this applies to so many things now. Yeah. Uh, after the first wave of... No, no, no. It was placeholders related, actually, because it was the first... When placeholders yeah. first came out. He doesn't know... He being me. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Our money did not get stolen. Fast forward to a year and a half later. Idiot. <laughs> that They were all like, oh, man, thanks so much for letting us know about all that money that got stolen. That still got stolen because it was too late to get it back. Yeah. We're sorry. I didn't... I don't put that part in, though, because it's not fun. Sorry, but not sorry. Right. Oh, okay. So this is when uh, <laughs> when we settled the lawsuit on the first, no, the second movie where we had to get everybody paid because mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay us. Yep. Okay, so they sent us the check, the cashier's check, finally, after I sicked lawyers, lawyers on them. But it wasn't just the cashier's check. They had to make sure to print out a letter on company letterhead and put it in the FedEx package with it, right? And I used to remember, we yeah. used to have the letter up on the yeah, wall in the yeah, warehouse. I remember that. And uh, it's, it was all just like personal attacks. Yeah. Uh, but this is my favorite. Perhaps Mr. House should re-enroll in a first-year film school class to learn the basics of filmmaking. <laughs> Which Taught by who? <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it, it's, what they were referring to was, I they would ask me to send them all the deliverables and I was like, tell me exactly what you want yeah. right. in email yeah. right. so that you're not, you're not, cause you're not going to make me work for yeah. free just to make me do it. Right. Cause it was, it was obviously about different things by that point. Right. It wasn't about business stuff. So that's what I was saying. I was like, clearly delineate what you want when you want a CCSL or whatever. Yeah. And so that's the, that was their opportunity to say that. Right. So, uh, and I was like, no, it's, but you know, you're never going to understand why I really was asking you to do that. But, um, yeah, like I said, those are the guys that I had to sue to get paid. And so I looked when I was compiling all this stuff last night, I was like, let me just see. Maybe they were right. Right. Maybe they've outstripped me in the world of filmmaking. And so far since this happened, they've made four films or produced, made whatever I've made 16 so I guess they were right. <laughs> sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of lawyers, this one came from one. <laughs> Placeholders is just not funny. You should do something more like Better Call Saul. Which doesn't sound like there's any personal interest in that. Yeah, yeah. There's no personal interest. The unspoken, in I guess, extra part of that is, and I should be the star. Yeah. Because that's about a lawyer, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, oh, this is from my, this is from my oldest friend, like the guy I've known up to this point, the guy I knew the longest of anybody in the world. Like we started playing together when I was five years old, right? This is probably right before walking distance. 
Your last movie sucked. Let me know if you want to hire me as a consultant next time. You need the help. By the way, what has he done? DJed at numbers. Oh. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Yeah. I guess I should probably cut that out. But fuck him. Uh, okay, so now we get into the now we get into the long stuff. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I probably should put on my glasses for this one. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if I should preface this now or do the Yeah, okay. So I'll do this I got right after so okay, this is this is a funny story actually. I'm this is gonna be a really long promo, but some of this stuff I, I have to put in there. So we screened closet space. It was fine. Nobody really bothered me about it. I mean, I knew that the thing is, what's funny about this shit is like the stuff that people say, I've already thought. Right. You know, but it's like the way they say it. If they were just like, ah, well, I didn't really care for it. I don't think this worked. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Not Steven Spielberg gets bad reviews. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not saying I'm Steven Spielberg. I'm just saying, but like everybody has a fucking opinion. Yeah. But it's like the way they go about doing it. Like the email that I pulled this paragraph out of was... Okay, this was on MySpace that I got this message, and it was three scrolls long. Remember MySpace messaging? Yeah. Yeah. So what sparked this, here's what makes it funny. What sparked this was right around this time, and in the same day, I went and saw both the Halloween remake and Hatchet. Hated them both. Yeah. Did not like them. Yeah. Went off on MySpace a little bit about how they sucked, which I think time has proven Halloween to that have been the case. Yeah. Hatchet, obviously, different story. But the funny thing is, now like the three people <laughs> that we work with the most, Jason, Will really? Barrett, and um, uh, who was the third person? Um, well, Heather for a while. But anyway, the people yeah. that we work with, a, work with a lot are people that worked on that movie and right. were directly responsible for right. uh, making that movie. And now like this whole thing comes back around, you know. So anyway, here is what I got. So I, I basically like put up some. It wasn't even a review. I was just like, yeah, I wasn't into it. These movies are kind of hold for siren. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, uh, I wasn't into it. This is why they didn't work. And I was probably pretty passionate about it because the stuff that doesn't didn't work, I thought really didn't work. It was kind of insulting, you know. Right. And the thing was, when we saw those movies. Everybody in the theater was pissed. So right. like, I'm not the only person that feels this way. Right. But anyway, so all that was firing me up a little bit. But in response, I got this. Uh, there are a few paragraphs talking about why those movies rocked mm-hmm. and why Rob Zombie rocks and he's the shit and uh, why Hatchet was successful. And then he segues into Closet Space was the biggest piece of shit I've seen all year. And I saw License to Wed and Ghost Rider. I don't even remember what License to Wed was. I don't either. Uh, I'm extremely happy that the showing was free. Now if I can only get the hour and a half back that I gave to watch it. Talk about a movie that doesn't go anywhere and it's uninteresting. I sat the majority of time with my hand covering my mouth, not because I was scared, but because all I could think was, holy shit, this is awful. CS fails on so many different layers, it's ridiculous. Okay, so I got that email. Yeah. I replied and I was like, hey, well, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. You know, I still think Hatch and Halloween sucked. That's all I said. Yeah. He sends me another email that's equally as long, which was a bunch of the same shit and like him taking me to I'm a dumb fuck film school 101, right? Yeah. I just kind of ignored him. And uh, 
I think he thought I made a threat on his life or something, but I didn't really do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even remember. Like, there was something where he's like, don't come beat me up. I will file charges or something. And I'm like, I don't even know where you got that from. Yeah. So it was. It got to a point where the thing was, this guy had worked on something with us and knew where we lived at the old place. Uh-huh. So I was constantly like, is this dude just going to show up? And want to like you know wear wear my face as a mask or something. <laughs> so it became kind of weird for a while because it had that tone to it. Again, different than just a bad review, right? Right. And I know we got to call Mark, so I'm gonna hurry up and get through these. Okay, but so this email is an email I got probably within a year later mm-hmm. when I was surprisingly enough the Saturday after I came off of being on Fangoria Radio with Debbie and Brian O'Halloran. I get back to my hotel in New York, and this email is waiting for me. Waiting for me. I'd just been on Sirius nationwide, right? Talking, And I remember Brian O'Halloran and I were bitching about the Star Trek remake, and it brought up a bunch of... It had just come out. We brought up a bunch of the same problems. You right. know what I mean? Right. So I thought this was doubly funny, because me and Dante just went off on this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I get this email. <clears throat> The reason I am emailing you is because I would like to speak with you in person to clear up this negative situation. I understand now that my actions towards your comments and ideas in your blogs was immature and wrong. I did burn a bridge that could have offered many opportunities in Houston movie making. I realized the errors in my ways and I have chosen to go out on a limb to repair what I have done to a connection in filmmaking. Nope. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I think I just ignored him. But he then... Send me three more emails, called me a bunch, and showed up in my house. <laughs> so, and I can no longer offer you any opportunities in Houston movie making because Houston movie making could suck my ass. So, okay. So here's another uh, here's another time warp little bit of fun. Uh, can you text Mark and tell him we'll call him in just yeah, like a second? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to get through this. I got you. Okay. Um. So while I'm reading this, we're actually working on a conference call yeah. for another movie. So if you think that I'm just full of shit, no. <laughs> we're actually working on something right now. Um, okay, so this is an email. Uh, I'm a, I, have to, I have to edit it as I go. <clears throat> we, there was a falling out on a film that we were supposed to do. That's all the backstory you need. And yes, you were doing fine, just fine before I came along. You were. You directed and sold features, yada, yada, yada. But think about this honestly for a moment. What's happened since you and I met? Before we met, you were not even a blip on somebody's radar. How do you think you came to be involved with the boot camp? From that, you met another person who this person claims was my solid connection to Robert England, um, who we all know is, that's not the case. Um, You would never have met this other person, if it wasn't for me, all this great progress you're making on your new feature is awesome, Mel, but how much did I indirectly help out with that? Seriously, I know that you're probably flipping out right now, but my audacious statement here, but it's true, Mel. So this person says that they've given me a lot of amorphous help in getting my feature going, got me connected to Robert England, which anybody listening to this knows that it's not true because the connection to Robert England is Lisa Wilcox. Thank you, Lisa. I love you. But which that happened way before right. when she was in Imago, right. Chris's movie. Right. And actually even before that, because I had approached her being a walking distance. And honestly before that, because yeah. I talked to her at a convention yep. and got was her stalking her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I kinda was. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to clear up any misconceptions <laughs> and fix this negative situation. Uh, so okay, so this is a ton- so this is the email I got sort of 
at the end of this fight. Now I'm going to go back to, again, just a year before. This is the first email this person sent, not me, but my wife, asking for our help. Okay? Yep. How are things? I'm writing with a bit of a technical question. I recently wrote a horror screenplay and am looking to get it produced and shot soon. A few people out here are interested, but I wanted to explore all of my options before moving on to it. I know you and your husband have worked together on a few horror projects and was curious as to how you guys received funding, equipment, etc. The screenplay takes place in Texas, and I'm looking to shoot it there, so I'd like to keep it as independent and local as possible. Any advice? Also, I know you guys know the genre, so if you'd like to take a look and give any feedback on the project, I would love that. At any rate, I hope this finds you well and hope to hear from you soon. That's more than just a little bit. Right. But, I mean, it's totally like the yeah. stereotypical green yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even know what to ask for. Hi, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Received funding, equipment, etc. But yeah. then, like... Give it a few meetings and some emails, and this guy's fucking uh, Robert Evans <laughs> trying to tell me that he helped me make my movie. Mm-hmm. So, and again, this person's done. I think maybe one thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. But and pre- and clear and exploited pretty much all the connections I got him, most of which have turned on me, par for the course. Yeah. And then tried to say that I got connections from him. So anyway, that's this is the way my life goes, um, and that's not even. Scratching the surface. Yeah, <laughs> this is like, this is just the stuff I could find in like two hours last night. That's just the tip. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a whole lot of veiny shaft left. <laughs> Trust me. So um, clearly, um, it's been an ongoing thing. So, but I've gone on for long enough. So why don't you guys read some of your hate mail? I only had one. Brittany, I, I didn't really bring anything to the table. On this one. Huh. Okay. Well, clearly not everyone agrees with me, apparently, but uh, it's coming, guys. I assure you. Oh, it's fine. It's coming for you, especially now. Bring it. (laughs) Now that you've uh, hitched your wagons to this train. (laughs) (laughs) The engines are coming. Yep. Uh, but you know, cinema has been kicking me in the teeth for almost 20 years now, and I'm still here doing it for a living, living, let me do that again. So I don't sound like a fucking hick Yeah, I was <laughs> doing it for a living. It was the wagon <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's what brought it up. <laughs> Clearly not everyone agrees with me, but cinema has been kicking me in the teeth for almost 20 years and I'm still here doing it for a living. And now so are Chris Warren and Brittany miles. And they join me every other week or so as we talk about making movies and living the dream. Barely. New episodes are available every couple weeks when we aren't on set. Only on the B&E Podcast Network. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and bmoviesandebooks.com. I think that we should preserve a lot of that and put it up as like an extra bonus episode on my birthday or something. Just me reading hate mail. Yeah. (laughs) What I should have done is had you guys acted out. Oh, that would have oh, like, yeah, done it as funny. like a radio play? That shit yeah. would have been funny. We should <laughs> Listen to me, that. Mr. House. I'm the reason your movie got made. Mr. House, I'm the reason. <laughs> I'm the reason you're in talkies, Mr. House. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. For a, for a 30 to 45 second promo, we have 19 minutes of material. Oh, wow. That was like my last weekend. Yeah. yeah.
podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by BMovies and ebooks.com. Hey, this is Craig Wade. And Brian Allen Delaney from BMovies and ebooks, a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction. You can catch new episodes on iTunes and Stitcher every Wednesday, or you can watch us live on blab.im Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. BMovies and ebooks. We bleed fiction. He pulls me into this dark office alone. He lays me down, and he's like, take off your shirt. He was he was good. He was a professional. Chase is warm. Long. He loses me all up, gets it done. And he's rubbing this thing all over. He's very gentle with me. I'm about to pass out. Dude's taking forever. And now I'm slightly out of breath. He squirts me down all over my belly. But he did say that I didn't have to put my shirt back on, which was weird. Oh, yeah. They also talk about comics. Long Box Small Talk. Weekly on bmoviesandebooks.com.